Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Is this where you're testing, Daddy? Are you testing, Daddy? You're really. Doing I would never do this. <laughs> you're pushing the limits of testing, ne- Daddy. I would aren't never. You? <laughs> I would never. Happy almost Father's Day, Daddy. What's your say? Oh Father's my day. God! It's Daddy's Day. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Am. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Uh, it's my favorite time of year. It is It is just the non-stop daddy. episode. Daddy, daddy. It is the daddy... Daddy, daddy, daddy. ...episode. Yes, and I expect everyone, and I mean everyone who's ever called me daddy, needs to send me something on Daddy's Day. And now that everybody is rushing to the post office to get uh, you something, apparently, because that's how this works, I guess. It's gift giving or getting season or both. For you, <laughs> for maybe. <daddies. laughs> well, Daddy, today I got you a whole episode just for you. Oh, I am so lucky. More, more. Uh, more I mean, I am so lucky. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I figured. Well, so we've done an episode on daddies forever ago with uh, Lindsay uh, from Sexplanations. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we were also trying to put together an episode for a pilot on a series for some other company that we can't talk about. And then that fell through because companies always fall through. Um, but we never ended up doing a daddy episode. So we, we do have a daddy episode coming up here shortly on the actual Father's Day week, but uh, I figured we should also do a podcast because people like when we kind of cover the basics in an episode and bring it in a fu- funny, lighthearted sort of manner. Well, that, and I am sure there are still some people confused why you call me daddy. Oh, all the time. Oh, all the <laughs> we time. still get those comments. They're like, wait, is he his actual father? <laughs> I mean, there's you remember Guardians of the Galaxy where it was dad and daddy? Like, I'm not your, your you know. Is that the one with Groot? Yes, I yes. Remember, remember the blue guy in that? Not Avatar, but the blue guy that had like the fin on Thanos? his head. Thanos was it? Thanos. Thanos is kind of purple, actually. Okay. But no, no, no. Um, this was uh, Peter, Peter Quill. Remember Guardians of the Galaxy? That's the lead character. With that the is the, that is the lead character with the Walkman. That and was teaching you kids about Walkman. Um, yes. Well. Yes. Okay. Sure. Anyway, um, Peter in the movie has a father figure who is not his actual dad, but is like his, his daddy, you know? And so that's just kind of, anyway, we're trying to make it uh, relevant to the kids. These oh, days, are we? Nowadays. <laughs> well, that's all part yeah. of being a good daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Maybe you're the next daddy coming up. <laughs> well, I mean, pup daddy. Oh my God. <laughs> if, if, if you call me daddy, I expect a gift as well. Just, just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Uh, Daddy, so I'm curious, and I think mm. the best way to kind of contextualize the conversation of, of what daddies are is to first tell us what you think a daddy is. I love this game. What I think a daddy is? Yeah, what's a daddy? Um, I think of it, well, first of all, um, it's still relatively new to me. It's only like the last six years since I met you and you started calling me daddy. Mm-hmm. And I was very averse to it at the beginning, as you may remember. Um, I think a daddy and the role that I have gone into is it's kind of a mentoring, um, taking care and, uh, because there's a generational gap between us, but I don't think it's always has to be. I'm just saying this is for me. Mm. So I like, love sharing things with you that you may have never experienced because it was before your time. Likewise. Um, I like helping you with adulting things like your taxes and finances and so sexy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know how to get furniture and how to, I just need one chair. 
clean, unclog a toilet, you know, daddy things. No, daddy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Um, and I see daddy as, uh, I think I think you kind of hit the, the bottom on the head with. And I love hitting the bottom <laughs> on the head. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> with the fact that, that daddy is, it's a type of role that someone can take. Um, I would say that it's a label that you can give someone or an, or an honorific, which mm-hmm. is like a title that you give someone. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you, you could self-proclaim yourself as a daddy, but it is generally something that has affection or some sort of, sort of dynamic behind it. It's definitely a DS dynamic. Where, where the yeah, but I've seen it in vanilla relationships too. True. I mean, I don't know if it's just strictly DS. Also, I don't think it's gender specific. I've correct. Seen, I've no. Oh, we're gonna get into that. Oh, okay. we're gonna get into that yeah, for sure. Okay. Fine. But no, no, no I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying that, like, first and foremost, like the basics is like it can be a nickname for people that aren't in a kinky relationship. But it can. Oh, go ahead. I also yes. think oh. it comes with an image, and so the image of a daddy is kind of. <laughs> Well, if it's an award show, it's it's somebody oh, with no, chest hair and the age of thirty five. Okay, <laughs> That's not my dad tea today, but well, no, it is now. Go. <laughs> Does a daddy have to have leather pants? Not always, unless they're a leather daddy. You heard it here. If they're a leather daddy, they need leather pants. Um, no, so I guess my dad tea. I guess now you is, can have two cups of tea today. Go first. So. Cup. I am the Susan Lucci of the Best Daddy Award and the Porn Awards because I've been nominated every year for as long as I can remember. Never won it. And I always lose out to some hot 35-year-old, <laughs> which, <is, laughs> which is just always a little funny for me. Um, maybe this is my year, guys. Maybe I can win best. Maybe maybe this year I'll get best granddaddy. <laughs> have, oh. I, have I, have I gotten to that, that thing? thing yet? Is I don't know. That's probably going to be the next frontier I, uh, I make happen. Now. Okay. Granddaddy porn. I support you. Um, yeah, now I forgot. See, this is the problem with getting older is you forget the train of thought oh, you're no. on. You well, daddy. Well, We're on daddy. We're on daddy. No, I already said it. I, I, I lose the 35-year-old daddies all the time. Okay. Yeah. You said there was other tea, though. Oh, no. We'll get into that one later. Oh. It's about technology. We could be here for hours. <laughs> well, hopefully not, considering this is usually just an hour-long uh, sort of thing. Anyway, so, um, I mean, how, how have you been this week, though? Before we kind of get really into the episode, how have you been? People like updates. Oh, um, well, uh, I went on a f- fun date on Friday Oh, night. a fun date. Who'd yeah, you go on a with date with? my puppy. We just went We went and did the l- real touristy things down uh at Pier Isn't 39. That funny how that works. We, we li- never well, we go down there. We lived here for there. so long. Never. And we never go down there. But it was kind of fun. It was it was fun. We had a phone call and then just bopped around and went to a really great restaurant right on the ocean. And True. And it was fun. It was like, it, it reminded me of one of our first dates where I took you to the beach when you first got to San Francisco. Oh, I do. I and do. you were going along on the beach in your little uh, uh, combat boots and picking up seashells. Well, I didn't it was, have anything it was, but, but boots. It was like a leather puppy at the beach day, kind of a painting that like Norman Rockwell forgot to paint. It was so picturesque and beautiful. Oh. oh wait, and yeah. that's when I knew I was your daddy. Oh. <laughs> um, well, and I think that that's kind of an inter- interesting story too, is like the first time. I ever called you daddy, you were very against it. Because I didn't think I was old enough. And 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 so if you be careful calling 35-year-olds daddies, they may not get take that right. Um were because, you 35 when I called you that? N- no, but I'm just okay. saying these porn winners that are winning sure. 35 they're 35. Um 
No, because daddy has also an image of being older, probably 40s and up, kind of a little silver foxish, kind of with gray hair and gray chest hair and beefy and testosterone. And oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Daddy. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> So there's this there's this um, fantasy of a, a daddy, but then there's the reality, which is usually the grumpy daddy, because he's just like, get off my lawn, <laughs> kids. <laughs> That's me. I hope I'm giving you all the daddy realness you ever signed up for. So do you have to have a dad bod to be a daddy? Notice how he didn't answer that question. Um, <laughs> I think uh, daddies come in all shapes and sizes. I think it really is just the older. I think we are attracted to someone who is going to be like a nurturing figure who's going to take care of us. I, I always was attracted to daddies when I was younger. I still am. but um, And part of that is they're older. They've They've made mistakes. They have... A little bit of life under their belt, so it makes them seem wiser. They probably just made da bad decisions. Dad, mis dad, dad, mis dad decisions. decisions all the way along. Dad decisions. Dad decisions. No, we tried. Yeah. Um, but have you have so you've had a daddy before? I did in college. I was my first daddy, and he was first. How many did you have? I've had a couple. <laughs> uh, he, he was 52. I was 20. So that was a three decade gap. Uh, he owned a porn studio. He was known as daddy to a lot of people. His name was uh, Michael Bale's Daddy Zeus. Mm. Um, but I think I was his first real boy after Scott Answer. Um, so... Yeah, no, and I then what? I, what happened after that? I graduated college and moved to San Francisco, and it just kind of fizzled out over time. Having a long distance relationship is hard to nurture, and probably because I'm I was young, I didn't know how to keep a relationship going at that time. And when you're young, you're in your twenties, you're starting out life, and so you're now reconnecting with other people that may be more partnerish to you and and stuff. And sometimes, just the daddy relationship kind of just dissolves because it's just no longer needed. I, I okay. I, I get that. Don't, I'm not saying dissolve our relationship because I no longer well, need you it. Know, I was, I was in actively <laughs> trying to, obviously. Daddy number two, please come in. No. <laughs> You're the next contestant. I wondered what that number system thing was above your door. <laughs> well, there's that, that, there's that number system and then the other number system. Um, no, because I think I think that it's an interesting dynamic that exists not just in the DS area, obviously, because daddy is this term that people use. I mean, daddy's a it's a category on a lot of dating sites, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. daddy, which is separate from. Everything but that's else. more physical description now sure. on those sites. Right. So they're looking for a certain type of body look. Um right yeah. yeah some people some people think that daddies are hot other people think that they're an issue it's like it's like it's like a label it's like twink um yeah. it, it, you you get a certain image of a demographic in your mind when you say the word daddy twink. and mine is oh yeah where other people are like oh well, that's weird and lots that's of problem oh too oh, old oh my god <laughs> well see that but that that's kind of one of the things i do want to talk about and demystify is like the daddy issue like i don't think you're an issue 
Mm. In fact, I want a full subscription to you. Yeah. A lifetime subscription, some might say. You can never escape me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I might have to charge, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, but but so I think that the, the term daddy, like I never called my dad daddy. Did yeah, you? and that's another thing we can get into that I'm almost the same age as your father. Well, that's how we're talking father. about. <laughs> and and to be fair, like to to explain my dynamic and attraction mm. towards daddies is someone who's not just looking at your age, obviously, and not just looking at how you look, but but that is obviously a factor of like my attraction to you. Um, to me, I've always found people, whether they were friends, honestly, or someone I was dating, if they were more attractive and they were like responsible and they just weren't drama i i generally liked them a lot more than some of my people that were of my age counterparts Your peers my peers had lots of drama yeah Daddy, that's not saying daddies don't have drama too they, no, no, no. they've got but, their issues as well but what, I, I, what i'm trying to explain in my attraction towards that certain demographic is like someone who's been around the block maybe once or twice who's maybe made some mistakes and like i have two four or five times yeah. how oh, many yeah. blocks have you been around i've circled how many corners so many times <laughs> they never have a space for you <laughs> there's no parking <laughs> but like i always found it attractive when people had their shit together and were responsible and also i've always just kind of been uh i don't know not an old soul i don't think i'm old in that regard but like i've always tried to be responsible and on top of my shit and like I have things in my life that I know I want to do and I, I know I want to be here and I know who I want to be with and I know what jobs I want to do where I think a lot of people still my age are trying to figure it out. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But I find that more mature person attractive in that way because of it. Yeah, and, and especially in the gay world where a lot of our gay culture is not taught in schools, it's always nice to, to know someone who has lived through like the AIDS epidemic who can tell you those stories of what life used to be like before uh, marriage equality, uh, what the mm. what the AIDS memorial quilt was, There's certain things that were never taught in school, and then we lose over time as each generation, which is about five years. Every five years, there's a new generation of gay coming out. Um, and when you're younger, and especially I think the younger the youth today have a harder time getting established at an earlier age. I think they live with their parents longer. I think uh, student loan debt and just debt and what it costs to live by yourself now as an adult. We used to do it at 1920 and think nothing about getting our own apartment and getting a car and getting our first job. And that's harder and harder today. So oh, I, I'm seeing a lot of guys in their late 20s actually just, you know, for the first time doing some stuff that we used to do adulting wise long before. Um, and I think that having someone who is able to map out life a little bit and share with you how to do that is comforting to some. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I think that's where it kind of goes back to daddy's more of a mindset, a person. Uh, an, I, I look at it as a label, but I know that a lot of people also look at it as an archetype, which in my mind are two very different things. A label helps us to kind of categorize who we are in a certain community mm -hmm. and to find people that will fill our holes if we were like, is, so mm -hmm. like using like a puzzle piece example, like we all have different parts to ourselves that get filled or we fill other people with and mm -hmm. there's multiple facets of someone. Within that community, those parts are super helpful. Those labels help us to find other people to, to fill those needs. Whereas like an archetype is kind of a societal thing. 
So like we see the the daddy archetype in a lot of movies and and media. Um, Tom of Finland has the like that. Oh, yeah. That's a huge archetype that leather a lot daddy. of people. Yeah, leather daddy. They found that kink and that that maybe that that label that they prefer to use in the community now because of an archetype. Do you know what's interesting to me though is how the gay community has progressed over time. So like. 30 years ago, if I saw, like even when I was in my relationship with Michael Pales, people assumed he was my sugar daddy. We used to have that <sighs> label sugar daddy all the time. And that always pertained to a relationship where the one pretty one was in their 20s and the older gentleman who had everything was paying for everything, right? I've seen that over the last 10, 15 years just um, dissolve into just daddy and it isn't a financial thing anymore where the older man is always paying for the younger man in, in a lot of instances there's the younger men are actually making more money because they're in tech or da, 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 and they're taking care of daddy now so i don't whoa, know whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no 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 I, I, i've got contracts and we'll we can sign those after um sugar puppy the one sugar puppy the contract sugar no. puppy <laughs> Um, no, but it is interesting that we've kind of dropped that sugar daddy label. And that's not the first thing we see when we see relationships that are intergenerational anymore. Um, uh, whereas 30 years ago, that's all you saw. I think that daddy's more prevalent now. Mm. I think that sugar daddy is still a thing though. Yeah, but not you, what it used to be. I'm telling you, 30 years ago, that was a... They have full dating apps now for sugar daddies. Do you know that? I'm sure There's like a daddy hunt app. or No, not, daddy hunt's a different thing. That is a, that's a gay thing, like looking for daddies. But there's also an app where you can actually find sugar babies and sugar daddies. Like mm, I love that candy. That's my favorite. Oh my God. I love caramel. Well, so, are you, so would you say you're a sugar daddy? No, I have no sugar. Splenda daddy? All <laughs> the only sugar I've sugar got daddy is without love. The money? All I've got oh. is love for you. Yes, you're a Splenda that's, daddy. That's all the sugar I got for you. Pour some sugar No, but I, I think we've progressed in the right direction in that that respect. Um, we, as a, as a... As a society, as a gay LGBT Well, society. I agree to that. But at the same time, I, I still don't think that daddy is something that is so open for people to use in, in public still. Like I'm, well, I, I, I don't know. Like you and in I use it public, but I I do say think in the LGBT um, community community that it is a lot more prevalent than it used to. That's why it took me by surprise yeah. when you first wanted to call me that because in my mind that was a um, relationship from that I knew from twenty years ago where the older gentleman was taking care of the younger one, but mainly financially, not emotionally and spiritually. And so now that we've become this dynamic and I see it a lot more around me, I'm really impressed with the way we've progressed with this issue because we don't think sugar daddy immediately when you hear the word daddy. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, I, again, we've moved away from sugar daddy, but I think it's still relevant to the conversation um, because daddy is kind of like this, this umbrella term now for a bunch of different kinds of dynamics. Like, do you remember when you took me out for my birthday and the, the waiter was like completely, <laughs> well, it was he tried like, to give it you was the, Father's me day. the check and it wasn't Father's Day, it was my birthday. Oh, it was your birthday. Yeah. Okay. It and you took seem... the check and he was like, uh, what's happening here? What's yeah, going he was on? so <laughs> confused. Poor guy. But like, I'll say he lives in San Francisco. So even if it was a, a nice restaurant, like I wasn't. I wasn't like rude about it. I was like, oh, no, no, I will get it. And he, he looked at you mm -hmm. being what looked like. Like, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as if, as if I was like 
doing something that I shouldn't. Right. Um, it was a very <laughs> There's funny a timeout for you using your credit well, card. Well, and then he came back and he apologized because I think he thought he had upset us, but we actually started we were laughing cackling about it, as yeah. soon as he left the table. That's probably why you made him feel bad. Oh, well, what? No, you were laughing too. You were laughing at him. Okay, so what rude. terms... <laughs> rude. Don't, I'm not being rude. You're being so what terms would you equate with daddy? What When you say the word daddy, what are the first things you hear? Protective. Okay. Loving. Okay. Nurturing. Okay. Um, stern. Hmm. Snacks? No, I don't <laughs> think of snacks. You think of snacks, hubby. Um... I don't know. Hugs. I think of hugs. Oh, hugs. Well, hugs. yeah, no, daddies are, are nurturing and caring. Um, and there's also a huge overlap in the kink scene for daddies, not just leather daddies, but like also the, the DDLG people, which is something, if we don't talk about it, I feel like is a huge disservice to the term daddy, which is daddy, dom, and little girl. It's kind of part of the age play community. So mm -hmm. like the, the episode that we've done with Jesbian where we talk about age play um, and, and cover other things like littles, middles, bigs. Daddies and mommies are, are kind of those interchangeable terms for the top in that situation. Do you, but I, I think it's interesting to talk about daddies, at least in this respect, because it's Father's Day coming up, because would you say that the daddy has the power in a relationship? <laughs> so using your math, you just said the daddy is the top or the dom, mm -hmm. which means... No, <laughs> the bottom, the sub always has all the power in the relationship. So no, <laughs> I think that's fair. Well, no, because I, I, I always see people talk about DS relationships and they're like, well, the, the, the D is the one in charge and, you know, the one giving. I oh, you I think I'm think, in charge of this ship here? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm simply talking through terms and like perspectives on the internet. I, I think that the, the D in this relationship is actually receiving mm. in, in that they are receiving the trust and they're receiving the consent and they're receiving the 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 good feelings and they're 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 also giving of course but like i always i always think that it's interesting that how how backwards my perspective is on that ds relationship dynamic um but i i think that everybody comes to the table just looking for or having different wants and needs when it comes to their partners yeah and we i mean we're looking at this topic a lot based on our own relationship with each other but we know a lot of other couples in the same dynamics um that we can pull from as well sure but then at the same time like if i were to call you daddy in public like there's definitely this demographic that will be like oh Ew. I know, and that happens on know. YouTube once in a while. We get new straight viewers who are watching our videos for the first time, and we don't explain the daddy-puppy relationship every episode. So they're like, what, huh? An actual father? <laughs> What's going on? Why is he calling him daddy? But then if, say, a straighter audience were to use that term, for some reason, because it, it seems more gender-appropriate, like people don't bat an eye. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that kind of dynamics in public either. But like we, we allow we allow these certain nicknames or like cutie sorts of nicknames for people for certain genders or dynamics that they wouldn't generally allow for gay people. And mm. I think that there's still that kind of bias against. I think every group has has those like. So when I first started calling you the puppy around my parents and try to tell them what the puppy was like, my dad was like, well, that's I can't do that. I did. I, 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 I can't call him Amp because that's not his real name. And I had to remind him, you know, that that my last boyfriend, they shortened their name and called, they like hyphenated it. And I'm like, so you called them that? And he's like, well, that's different. That's like a nickname. And I'm like, yeah, it's like a pet name, right? 
Yeah, it's literally well, liter- his liter- pet name. <laughs> so, call people what they want to be called. <laughs> but then at the same time, we do, I think, need to talk about like gender and mm. and or, you know, if, if you are non-binary, for instance, like could do you think people that are not male identified can identify as daddy? Of course. I and mean, we know lots of them, actually. OK. Um, I mean, no, I agree. I agree. Skeeter uh, from Mr. S, a big Boldike that uh, uh, their partner calls him daddy all the time. Yeah. So, well, maybe we should explain that because nobody knows who Skeeter is and people might not even know what a Boldike <laughs> is. Um, so, like, for instance, in this case, Skeeter, who is one of the the head manufacturers, designers, people at Mr. S Leather, which is a gigantic leather uh, store, fetish shop. They make sex toys. They make gear. And they house and dress a lot of people in our community all over the world, not just the U.S. But at these events, Skeeter will go, and Skeeter's uh, got a very dominating, in a, in a good way, Very presence. dominating. You don't piss Skeeter off. <laughs> Even Daddy's scared of her. <laughs> but Skeeter ide- is is a AFAB and identifies as a, a dyke and uses that terminology for herself. And freely. And freely. Um, she, she once hit me because I asked her where her purse was. <laughs> that was a mistake. Well, don't talk. Don't yeah, ever yeah. do that. First of all, don't assume someone has a purse. Just I know. Of, okay. I learned. You see, these are learning moments for daddies. Daddies aren't always smart, you know. <laughs> and, they and we live through our, things, but that doesn't mean they learn. We put our foot in our mouths a lot. <laughs> but the point being there that like... A lot of the 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 toxic masculinity that can exist within the community towards the more female identified or just maybe even the non-binary people in our community don't realize that most of you are getting dressed by a lot of female identified, even if daddy energy Very. people. And and I think that that daddy, if they knew that 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 Skeeter called themselves daddy, I want I w- I'm just curious what they would say or how they would think or what they mm. would respond with. Oh, what? In, well, they in wouldn't her if they presence, wanted their gear. Nothing. Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not going to do it. No. <laughs> but also to that, like, I think that it has a, a lot to do about energy and mindset and mm. obviously dynamic. We, uh, Of course, we know not only women who identify as daddy, we know trans people who identify mm-hmm. as daddy. Um, I know feminine people that like the term daddy in certain instances with their partners. And um, also, I know younger people, people younger than me that identify and as daddy I lo- sometimes. I, I know gay men that identify as mother. They're the mother hen. They're the ones who are getting... Call me mother. <laughs> all, all the girls to brunch. <laughs> so um, it's just all what your personality is and what you identify as. Yeah. And again, what how you label yourself within your specific community, I think helps you to find more people that are into you. Obviously, the people that don't think you're a daddy, even if you identify as one, is not someone you're going to go after. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we can't educate on that. Like, we had a video years and years and years ago. Uh, with oh, my God. How many by years the, ago? Years and years and years ago. Jesus. Who went by the name uh, Daddy James, who was a trans guy, uh, who was on the younger side back then, but still would be younger Wait, than I how am. how young? I don't remember at this point, but of legal age. Did he win an award for best daddy? Are you wow? You were really hung up on the best daddy <laughs> award. Uh, I don't believe. I want so. it this year. I don't. I want so. it this year. Okay, you I, you go, girl. Susan or Lucci daddy. eventually won, so okay. I need best daddy this year. Well, Come you, on. Better, you better campaign. 
<sighs> Does that mean I have to be nice? You're really good at pain. So <laughs> maybe you need to kink pain. Kink pain? Yeah, it's like campaign, but with your kinks. Kink pain. Uh, I think that's what we're doing with pride right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I think that it's interesting because whenever I say something like that, when it comes to daddy and terminology, there's always someone that's like, well, I don't think. Oh, great. I don't care what you think. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Clearly you do. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that that's a time to, to have a conversation and really talk about like what labels are. Like we talk, we, we call people all sorts of nicknames or we give people labels that they don't always ask to use. Um, maybe we should start asking people what they prefer to be labeled as sometimes to really just oh, make that dynamic easier. Oh, nobody asks me anymore. I'm just daddy now. Everywhere we well, go, yeah, just just the, the train's already left the station for you, unfortunately. <laughs> I've um, been branded daddy. Um, but it comes from affection and love. No, and, and it's fine and with respect. me and, and lots of people. And it, I'm not even in romantic relationships with these people, but uh, a lot of guys do like come by, ask for advice. I help them out with this. I move their furniture for them sometimes i let them borrow my car sometimes i'm just i'm just daddy does daddy ever get a, a day to himself <sighs> daddy's day <laughs> i get daddy's day <laughs> oh my god and you know what i want for daddy's day uh, no but you can tell me now no i want everyone to send me um a happy message on cameo telling me that oh my so god <laughs> okay so now's that but we're gonna we're gonna shift here to some audience questions about daddy okay, but bye. before that <laughs> We would like to thank our sponsors today. Ooh. And the first one, to, yes. speaking of putting this topic to bed, yes. if you're looking for your daddy to get some good sleep this time of year, if you're mm. looking to make sure that they get the type of mattress that doesn't have kinks in them, but you can do kinks on them, where mm -hmm. should they go, daddy? Helix mattress. And I'm telling you, there's nothing more than daddy likes in a good night's sleep. Daddy, what did you do before this? I took a nap. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I am at the stage of life where I need a 20-minute nap every day and i need it on my helix mattress it's his sleep and he wants it now i do and helix uh as we've talked about so many times in the, the episode the youtubes before they have uh the sleep quiz where you can do it for yourself or if you have a partner you can tell them if you sleep in your back or your side or your stomach and that all does change and affect how you sleep as someone who had a mattress that i hated for the longest time moving from place to place as soon as i got here and i got my helix mattress i was not only sleeping so much better but just Less stress, less anxiety, less tossing and turning, and less kinks in my mattress. And also, who just okay? Okay, you and but, your mattress. But, we need to. We, I'm, I'm. I'm. This is puppy. Why did you have a mattress that was almost older than I was? Because <laughs> I didn't have a Helix mattress. <laughs> I didn't know. So sometimes, as you get older, haven't you ever wondered why your parents still have the same lamp that they had for thirty years? If no, 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 broke, no, no. You don't fix it. You spend it's half not, of your life. You don't in need a, bed. a new toaster you if spend, your old toaster works. If it's, your toaster is burning your toast every day, you need a new toaster. It wasn't burning my. I toast. I was sleeping perfectly fine without being burnt. Uh, <laughs> you might be burnt out though if you're not getting some yeah. good sleep. But you know what I actually love about Helix is they've been so supportive of the community too mm -hmm. that we didn't even ask them. And what did they just do for us? Yes. Yeah, so we just did a Pride episode. And for mm -hmm. intense topics or topics for good causes like Pride, we always try to give back or donate. So we we told Helix we were very flat out was like, hey, we're gonna do an episode during Pride Month about Pride. Um, we're of course going to do our, our sponsorship because we, you know, we have obligations to do our sponsored episodes and I don't want to miss any of those because that does affect our schedules. But also, um, we just want to give 
your your sponsorship to the Trevor Project. We're raising money all month for Pride, and they're like, "Oh, that's great! Uh, just invoice us double, and we'll we'll also be matching your donation." And I was so just they like, "Match excuse the donation me? for a Trevor Project excuse without us me? even asking. We didn't ask them." Yeah, no. All we did was just transparent. Hey, this is our content, and we're making it, but like we're just letting you know where that's going. And they went out of their way to be like, "Oh, well, don't just stop there. Here, we'll yeah. add to that." So if that's not reason enough to support and get yourself some better, like honestly, the best mattress I've slept on, Daddy's mattress and mine are both different mattresses. I am but telling because you, we did the test, it is they both work for us. Yeah, no, I, I sleep like a log now. I used to toss and turn all the time. Do you know that my mattress still had springs in it? Oh my god. <laughs> they don't did you know they don't make mattresses with springs anymore? I can't imagine why. <laughs> because they don't they don't ship them in boxes that are easy to open. No, I know. That was the other part. That was so great. Usually you have to like tie it to the roof of your car to get it home from the mattress store. No. <laughs> anyway, they ship to your house. They comes in a box. You have a, yeah, a 90 day trial. Uh, they they will take it back if you don't like it. It's gone Go so check much out easier Sleep. since my day. Again, man. we will continue to have them as a sponsor because they not only support us, they support our community. They have never batted an eye at any of the topics we cover. No, they're amazing. And they've just been super fun and easy to work with so check out helix sleep you've uh, used offer code watt at checkout for 200 dollars off of your own mattress um link is going to be de- in the episode down below you get free, free free pillows too which are lovely and uh we just appreciate helix for being there yeah thank you helix that was that was a lot of talking about helix so <laughs> but <laughs> but also if you are looking for the perfect daddy's day gift <gasps> For your daddy, uh-huh. hit us up on Cameo. We will uh, send them a nice, happy Daddy's Day greeting. So if you want your... Okay, Daddy wanted to do this this year for Cam... We have a Cameo, which I is where you... I want to do Daddy Cameos. You can physically ask us to give a shout-out or a, a happy whatever day. If it's Father's Day and you want to give someone a Daddy's Day, Daddy will personally yeah. get into a good Daddy headspace mindset He'll sit down, and it won't even be me. I won't. I won't be part of it. It'll just be Daddy Day oh, specials. Oh, just Daddy Day specials yes. with just Daddy, no puppy. So get those just in daddy. this week for Daddy's someone else who needs a daddy, or maybe for your daddy if you need a lesson for your daddy, and uh, Daddy will whip them into shape. So just go to cameo.com slash what's the safe word. And again, those will all be linked down below. Both both our sponsors, Helix and us on Cameo. We're a sponsor today, apparently. <laughs> But that does take us to the next part of the podcast, which is I always love asking you guys questions. And I think that our answers sometimes, while very tangential, um, are more insightful and educating than maybe just the the basics that you find online when you Google something. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, you have a breadth of knowledge up there. You just got to tap into it. Breadth of it. That's tangential. Would you please be gentle? I'm I'm (laughs) gentle. What do you mean? He's poking me right now. All right, don't poke the daddy. Okay. That's another that's word of advice so, from one daddy. To we're you. going to be doing an episode as well on the YouTube, so look forward to that. But here's some of our unfiltered uh, questions. Unfiltered daddy is always the best. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, ooh, the first question comes from Sniffer, who asks, what excites well, daddy most in power differentials? Being in control and, and nobody arguing with me. Seems very pointed. And Sniffer, you should know that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to say to Sniffer? No, that's it. Sniffer, just do as you're told. <laughs> um, okay. Short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next question comes from Titch, not Twitch, but Titch. Titch. Um, who says, hey, puppy here. I'm dating a bottom who is my daddy. Ooh. Okay, Ooh, lots to unpack here. Last to, lots to unpack here. Okay. Um, I know. Shh. They make a like a shh emoji. Uh, 
and it's tr- they're trying to figure out how to dom slash be a handler. He loves the idea, but doesn't feel comfortable with it. Where should he, the daddy, start? What would help him figure out that dynamic? And are there any scenes we could recommend? There's a lot to unpack here. So first of all, let's unpack our daddy's tops. They don't always have to be, no. Good question. Yeah, no, good yeah. answer. That's what, that's what I was trying to unpack was yeah. like not all daddies are tops, not all daddies are bottoms. You can have a bottom no, daddy, but a top so, daddy, so a So you have a bottom daddy who's asking how does he get into the headspace and in control? Well, actually, it's a puppy asking how their daddy can be better at handling and getting into control. So like if you have any good so for subs. Just commands. Okay. So if he's, if he's uh, in control, he can command you to sniff him in all the places he wants to be sniffed <laughs> and do all the things that he wants you to do to him. So, and you're the puppy, so you just do it. <laughs> you, you put your things in wherever he wants. <laughs> oh my. How's that? Well, I think that that's a good start. I also do want to specify that I think that the daddy role, at least in this like DS dynamic, is not someone that is domineering. It is not someone that is forcing or making their their own interests the only part of this scene daddies are about master yeah no and and a daddy could be a a master to a slave i know but that's not what usually yeah no but what i'm trying to get at is like a daddy i think in the truest form is someone who mentors and helps someone navigate through areas that they've been through before and Mm -hmm. when it comes to kink there's a whole lot of overlap because you've gone through so much of the kink realm and world mm-hmm. that you providing that outlet and source and resource for someone else is a way in which you are as a top being also a daddy and instructive. Yeah, it is. It's all about being instructive. So I think it, so part of this to, to the answer of the question, uh, Titch is tell your daddy what you like and want and have that conversation of what is the area they should be navigating or maybe even helping drive for you. Um, it, it's a relationship for a reason. It goes both ways. But I, I do think that showing uh, assertiveness by asking us what we think is a good way to start that conversation. And you could even play this for your daddy and just be like, hey, so what are you into? And have a conversation from there. That said, daddy, what are some good uh, role play things for puppy daddy domination mindsets, do you think? Do you have any good resources for that? Mm, do I have any resources or what or I ideas, do? Or ideas or what you do. What you do is an idea. I just, I, I kind of get into like a commanding voice headspace when I'm getting into that daddy. I, I, my, my voice oh, lowers oh, a little oh, no, bit. The daddy yeah. has entered the room. <laughs> Daddy's entered the chat. <laughs> um, so I, I just kind of get the same way you as a puppy, you get into a sub playful animalistic state. I get into a more, you know, I'm, I'm in control headspace and um it'll be the one time that the puppy doesn't argue with me kind of headspace unless there's a headspace involved right. um so it, it, for me it's a headspace it's a role play and it only works because i know it works with your personality i'd be different with somebody else um so i don't know if there's a blanket way to say you would do it no, and again, that that's it. It it absolutely depends on the people in the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, to that point, I also think it is important for every good daddy to have been a sub in some regard, if they expect to be a dominant. 
I think that you can learn a lot as a sub that you can translate into your dominant life, whether whether you are. I agree with that, but I it does it's, again. It's not a hundred percent. No, I, I, I've known good doms and stuff that have never bottomed. Um, it does. I feel help immensely, um, but not all the time. Okay, I think that's fair. Um, the next question comes from Altruism is Sexy. Ooh, isn't it? Uh, who asks, how do your sir headspaces and daddy headspaces differ? And how would they or do they blend together? Mm, that's so like, interesting. No, I got the question. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I, <laughs> goodbye. I'm just going to leave that. No, I don't need to explain. Okay, go ahead. Go so ahead. No explanation from the puppy this time. Go my, ahead. Uh -huh. My sir uh -huh. headspace, I guess I'm less tolerant of mistakes mm. uh, kind of thing because I'm in a very demanding, de domineering headspace until the end when I start to do aftercare. Then I get into a very nurturing um, place with the sub. So that's for the slave sir role. With a daddy, um, usually it involves me topping with fucking, um, but I'm a lot more loving and playful while demanding respect um, from whoever I'm playing with. Mm -hmm. um, but it's more, <laughs> there's a lot more leniency. Like for instance, one of the things I do when I'm in the uh, slave master dynamic is I set rules and if they're disobeyed, I give demerits that get punishment. Mm. I don't do that in a daddy role space. I might smack you playfully on the butt for fucking up, but it's, it's doesn't hurt and it's just more me just in control. I think that, okay. I like that. Um, and actually, what kind of goes hand in hand with that question, so I just want to ask it from uh, Viking Daddy Hog. Oink, oink. Um, what are some good tips for aftercare when coming down from a daddy headspace? For the sub or for... For you. Dad, for me. For you as a oh, daddy. Oh, nobody asked me about well, we my don't, aftercare. We don't ever talk it. about aftercare for the tops, and that needs to be more normal. Normalize aftercare for tops. So the number one thing that I think subs can do for any dom in any capacity is show gratefulness. Hmm. Just being grateful and gratitude and showing the joy that they were able to give you through a scene or an experience. That goes along. That's why we do it. That is our, they're like cookies. So they're, they're gratitude cookies. Um, and everything's about hungry? food for you a daddy. Want, you want cookies? <laughs> Send but, daddy cookies for But at the end holiday. of the scene, if the sub just like, thank you, and leaves, you're like, and you're cleaning up the apartment <laughs> and going, whew, that was a <laughs> brutal two and a half hours. <laughs> and maybe no gratitude. Maybe that could be part of the gratitude if the sub cleans up Oh, afterwards. that's a really good one. I was getting there. <laughs> Clean up afterwards. Um, Say, what can I do to help? Uh, pick up. Um, that's really good. And then just laying there and hugging or asking, can I get you off? Especially if they, if it was one-sided, if, if the Dom got you off, always ask. And, and more likely than not, they're probably just as exhausted and probably on an endorphin high, just like you from the energy in the room. So they probably may or may not want to, but being asked is always nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like, oh, there's a, a whole list of 29 things to look for in a daddy. Oh my God, oh 29 my God. things. Holy well, shit. That, that, well, we'll break I out. I failed that miserably. No, 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 no. I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. There's there's a lot on this list, which we'll link also down below. Okay. Um, 
Alex asks, what was your first kink experience and what was it? What was your first kink experience and what was it? I think they mean what was your first kink experience that got you into kink? Just to, I'm just curious. They're just curious so what got not, you into it's kink. It's not daddy specific. No, not daddy specific. Okay. But you can follow up with what was your first daddy experience. Hmm. Okay, so my first kink scene was just like getting tied up and blah, blah, blah. my first <laughs> I think it was like being tied up, spread eagle, and blindfolded, and like candle wax. You know the usual. The so usual, yeah. The um, but my first daddy experience actually was with my first daddy, Michael Bales, who took me on a trip to San Francisco, and uh, took me to the Folsom Street Fair for the first time. And I, it was an eye opener. I had not been around the leather. This is we're talking about 1990. I was 20. I was under. I was not legal age to drink when I came. Um, we went to Folsom Street Fair and just seeing the freedom everyone had in leather. Um, and he knew everybody and he was connected to all these people I had been reading about in magazines. And I was just like, ah, this is the greatest thing. I've been so isolated and I didn't know who to talk to about anything. And, and now where were you this coming guy, from? I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and so I would, he lived in Los Angeles and so I'd go out there on weekends and during the summers to see him. And yeah, that was, it was nice having a leather mentor. And that's really what Michael was for me was a great mentor. Um, he explained like hanky codes. He explained things. We mm -hmm. didn't have YouTube. We didn't have what's the safe word to find these things out about. So it was nice being handed these th things down from someone a little older and wiser and been around the block. Isn't that interesting though? Yeah. Just as a point of tangent, because tangents are how this podcast <laughs> lives. Um, that in your day and age, daddies taught you about the hanky code. But in my day and age, I'm teaching daddies about the hanky code via YouTube and then explaining <laughs> what a daddy is to a large demographic who also identify as daddies, at least it, based on some of these questions. It's a circle of daddies. And it goes? moves so slow. <laughs> no, no, circle of life. I, that was the next. Oh, is that, that, is that how it goes? So I don't even know. <laughs> and it does move slowly. Akuna Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. Next. You, you have the questions. Oh, I meant what comes next in that Oh, time. I have no idea. <laughs> I, just, I watched that like 20 years ago. You want me to remember a cartoon? <laughs> No, was there more to your story though? Because like, no, no, that was, that your was first a, experience that was my with first a, with a daddy, with a daddy, and and that was, I think I, I don't know if I fell in love, but I definitely was like I belong and I feel nurtured, and I don't feel scared about the kinks that I've been holding in for so long. This somebody normalized it for me and showed me other people. Uh, who did that. And I think that's an important role that daddies can play, especially for young kingsters coming up, which a lot of them are puppies now. Um, it's it's a great way to show them around the kink block, so to speak, and show them what may or may they like. So do you think that there's intimacy in all daddy relationships? In all? Or I, do think you think th I think there's some form of intimacy in all relationships, even friendships. But... Um, does it have to in, like, define intimacy? Oh, see, that's a whole other. That is an well, episode. you brought so, up the question. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because I think that 
there is a level of uh, attraction and arousal that comes with so- towards or is or directed towards someone who shows interest in you and helping you be a better person, which is, I think, why not to not to inflate your ego too much. You get a lot of people coming your way, mm-hmm. being not, not only affectionate, but just inquisitive and looking for help because you are very good at helping people. I think that it, to that point, I think daddies are very helpful uh, not so self-serving sorts of people. They like to help other people. Yeah, and 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 you have to be careful too. And I'm not saying don't don't help other people. Yeah, there is uh, there's definitely, and I I've fallen victim to this at time. Uh, you need to set boundaries too, uh, because some people will pull you into um, needing a lot of help too. And I've become, I, I set boundaries now that I help people who help themselves. I'm not here, I'm not a babysitter. I'm not here to pull you out of your problems. I'm here to give you guidance, um, nurture you, mm-hmm. uh, give you my advice. And whether you follow it or not is entirely up to you. It's your life. Um, but I, I wasn't so great at that at the first. I, I, I would get um, really sucked into helping people and try to pull them out of their problems no but i think that's i think that's a good a good caveat to people or would be daddies is just to be like make yourself available to that relationship but don't make yourself uh not not expendable um so like so available that that you're expected to to help at all times don't don't let the relationship become toxic and, yes. and so that you're not nurturing yourself. You can't yeah. you can't nurture others. You can't pour from your cup if your cup is empty, right? Mm-hmm. So and that can happen very easily. I, I, I've seen lots of dynamics where um you know, you can as an older person and someone younger is struggling, you feel very sorry for you for them and you want to help them and fix all their problems. Like just like parents you mm-hmm. do, right, with their kids. But you have to let kids make their own mistakes sometimes. And fix their own and, problems. And fix their own problems. And you can't fix it all for them. And actually, when you try to do that, you actually make things worse sometimes. By doing so, too much. So, or, yeah. So okay. you got to well, set boundaries. Uh, true. True. Speaking of um, the toilet, uh, you might need um, <laughs> a little... No, I'm kidding. I, 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 like, I think that that's a really interesting... I always use, I always use, I need a different word than interesting. That is a fascinating, no. That's no, don't use that fact. word. That's <laughs> that is a mind provoking. Oh, that wow. is a provoking. It really is, isn't it? <laughs> point to I be made. I am mind provoking. Oh I? my God. See, I told you that sometimes you, without tooting your own horn, uh, you, you bring up really good points because of lived experiences, which is what a daddy's all that's about. That's what daddies are all about. Okay. Anyway, um, I think this will be our last question, which I actually think is one of the most thought provoking, at mm. least from a con like contextual sp- standpoint, it comes from dude IDK. Interesting. Interesting. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Where did the term daddy used in the LGBTQ community stem from? Which you don't, I don't think you know, but I'm curious. I don't, but okay. I, I, I am seriously of the belief that it stemmed from sugar daddy. It just was truncated. Uh, okay. Because so, it was widely used in the 90s. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Widely used. Yeah. And, and, and everyone thought Michael was my sugar daddy, even though Michael paid for nothing. <laughs> so. so actually, I did, I did do a little bit of digging. Um, and uh, when referred to, when referring to like pimps, uh, prostitutes would sometimes use the, the term daddy. So back in that, that mm. time frame, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, so people looking into the, the pale- paleontology, no, what is the term that refers to the ori- origin of a term? Like what's, what is the term? 
Oh, damn it. I can't remember the Pathological. word. Now. No, that's that's liars. <laughs> <laughs> what is oh god. Uh pa- paleontology. No, no, this is gonna bother me later. Anyway, the 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 origin of the word um can be cited back as far as sixteen eighty one. Okay. When Random House Historical Dictionary of American Slang cited the earliest use by prostitutes referring to their pimps and older customers. So even further so, than, sure. than the 80s. So the, they were because they were paying for it. Yeah. yeah. And um, an even earlier quote comes from uh, not, not too much earlier, but 1679, in which the term was used to address a highwayman by his associates because it was, again, a business sort of transaction. He was the one giving them things. Oh, and this is where Daddy Warbucks came from. Yeah. yeah. Which, which kind of again, calls back to Sugar Daddy, Daddy Warbucks. There's so many daddy archetypes and anecdotes there. Um, But it was within that slang and lexicon by the author of Green's Dictionary of Slang, which referred to daddy no fewer than 17 times in the dictionary in that kind of regard, talking about someone who's giving something to another person. And there's that dynamic involved. So it just goes to prove that while daddy is very much a DS dynamic sort of thing, daddy can be used in all sorts of dynamics and uh, ways in which you are getting or receiving or giving or receiving goods. So what is a daddy that just receives money from their subs? A lazy daddy. (laughs) Like a lazy Susan. What? Speaking of Susan. <laughs> but then like sugar no, daddy. It's not a gifted daddy. <laughs> I could be a gifted daddy. I'll gift you something on gift Twitch. Something. I'll, gift you, I'll gift you a sub on Twitch. Um, but then there's also other obviously references to sugar daddy, even founding father as a use of in a turn for daddy mm. to refer to people who paved the way that made things possible. Okay. Um, which is just such an interesting Again, interesting way to refer to the presidents as daddy. Mm. How many how many presidents would you call daddy? None. <laughs> <laughs> There's also reference to zaddy, which was more of a, a zaddy. It's a it's just like a, it's a Z yeah. Daddy? It's like oh a, god. It's like a fun term for daddy. And like, wait, are zaddy. they even drinking age yet? Well, who knows? <laughs> As we've said, daddy's about mindset. Oh so. My god. Well, I do I think there's saying. a you I think you have to be of legal age to be daddy though. But all 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 that to say that we still as a as a fucking country and mm. community fail ourselves when it comes to words and definitions. Terms can only do so much and that's where having a communication with someone and and figuring out what that dynamic actually means beyond just the word daddy is super super important. Yeah. Um but that isn't to say that like anyone can't be a daddy if they really want and yeah. they identify with. So I think it'll be interesting to see how all these terms continue to grow um, because everyone is kind of interested in power dynamics in that way. I know. Apparently, whether it, it has to do with sex and and we see that in, in history or just goods in general. Yeah. Interesting. So if you use it in the bedroom, you're just you're just calling out to the founding fathers. You're just you're respecting the age old business of trading goods. Yeah. So um, I'll trade my goods anytime with consent. Of <laughs> Daddy, do you have any? There we go, Daddy. That's it. that's it. Yeah. Daddy. See, it just Daddy? comes so natural. So <laughs> we just actually visited your parents last week. Did you ever come close to I slipping did. and so calling me Daddy in front of your own I father? Always <laughs> come close because that is your, your that is your name and nickname to me. Like I know your actual name, but it just sounds weird. It'd be like you calling me by my actual name. Oh, it's hard. It's you hard you saying, did slip up and say puppy once or twice. Well, no, not no, no, no. I didn't. Only once. No, I I said <laughs> I said hey pup. 
and then I changed it to your real name, and uh-huh, <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> your mother didn't catch on. But I was just wondering if you had the same problem. No, I didn't. Um, I, I, I have a filter in my brain where I stop myself from saying things mm-hmm. because I know not mm-hmm. to. But there were, were many times where I just feel comfortable in my own area or what we were doing, and I almost said it, but I stop myself every time because I'm not always comfortable around my family for a good reason, and I'm always very <laughs> careful. It was weird, though, because I didn't have my collar on, but that's that's a story for another oh, time. That's a, that's a whole collar episode, which I think we have to do another one of. Um, but all that to say, um, this has been your dream daddy episode. Mm. You're, you're daddening the great dad bod episode. The zaddy who could never daddy. Is your filter working yet? <laughs> uh, uh, um, daddy, tell us where they can find you if they want to give you all the daddy love. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Christopher Weston or MrChristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K. And you can find me, uh, while not a daddy, if you call me daddy, you better get me some for Father's Day, uh, at Pup Amp everywhere. Whereas you can find the podcast, What's Your Safe Word, which is what you're listening to on whatever app you are listening to it on. Podcast, uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes. I think we're on Google and Amazon as well as Audible. And you can find What's the Safe Word where we'll do another episode on daddies coming up here soon on YouTube. Because you can never have too many daddies. You can't have daddy. Yeah. You, oh, everyone wants a little more daddy in their life. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, thank you, Helix Sleep, again, for matching our donations and sponsoring today's episode. If you want your own Grumpy Daddy merch, there's tons of that on the shop. I honestly don't know what else to, to say besides daddy. What... Do you say to all the daddies out there to end the episode? <laughs> Make sure you get presents on daddy's day or at least your foot rubbed or at least coffee or bourbon or whatever you like to drink. And we'll see you all sure. next time. Bye. Bye. Really? That's your one advice. What? That's your one advice is what? to tell them to ask for things. Yes. <laughs> it's the one day a year we get something. <laughs> the rest of the time we're doing everything for you. I'll remember it's, this. It's daddy gift getting season. It's Daddy Christmas. Dream Daddy. You hated that game. Side side note. Horrible. Horrible game. Oh, and we're cutting. (laughs) Cut.